Hey, I'm Teresa Caputo. You might know me as the Long Island Medium. Why do people call me that? Well, I talk to the dead. My job is to help spirit communicate to their loved ones here in the physical world that they are safe and at peace and that there is more to life than this. This podcast gives me the opportunity to share my gift with more people than ever before and to give all of you a better understanding of how I communicate with spirit. Hey everyone, welcome to this week's episode of Hey Spirit. You're probably tired of me saying, wait until you hear this. You are not going to believe what happened during Kathy's reading. People come with an expectation. Some people come with no expectations at all. They don't know what they're going to hear. They're afraid their loved ones aren't going to come through. Well, in Kathy's experience, who didn't come through today? There were moments that I almost literally fell off of my chair. I said this during the reading, but if you guys are thinking about calling the hotline at 1-866-T-Caputo, be careful what you wish for. Kathy's dad's famous words, be careful what you wish for, because it just might happen on Hey Spirit. I hope you all enjoy this amazing, mind-blowing, healing episode this week. (laughs) Welcome to Hey Spirit, Kathy. Where are you calling from today? From South Jordan, Utah. Oh, Utah. Oh, I love Utah. You're going to be here in a few weeks. I know. Can you believe (laughs) it? I mean, I haven't been, I was there probably, uh, it's probably been about three years since I've been to Utah. It is. I I met you at a meet and greet when you were here last time in Utah. I brought you a minky. That black minky with the sequins. Yes. Yes. I still have it. I keep it in my dressing room. So we put it out. They put, um, they put it out on my couch in my dressing room. I sit on it every show. Good. Yes. Yes. I love it. Thank you. I'll have to take a picture of me sitting on it and post it so you could really see that I really do still use the blankie because it's always cold. How did you end up on Hey Spirit? I always like to ask people, are you a super fan? I mean, you just, so you said that you've been to my uh, live show. I have about 20 times to 20, about 20 shows. Shut um, up. So I love to oh, travel so su- to see you. Yeah, I, I love to super- travel to see you. I think a super fan is an understatement. <laughs> You're a super, super, super fan. I don't even like to use the word fan because it sounds that it just sounds weird to me. So I always like to say my friend or someone that supports what I do. <laughs> Very much so. Uh, so yeah, it was actually picked by Sylvia and Victoria from the fan club. Oh, so how nice. Just another reason that people should be a part of the fan. You know, I just really believe people should be part of the fan club because there's so many benefits of it. And it's, it's a great family to be part of. Oh, thank you. I know I'm so proud of my fan club and especially Sylvia and Victoria. They just do such a great job. And we really did the fan club for the protection of my fans. So, and what I'm able to give back, uh, all the proceeds back to the fans are just amazing. So thank you for being a part of that all these years. Thank you. So um, I guess I'm going to, you know what? This will be a first for me, Kathy, but being that you are a super, 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 super fan, there should be no introduction. I don't, I am not going to give a speech. I am just going to see what is going to happen. How's that? Sounds good. (laughs) Um, okay. I first, the first soul that is stepping forward, there was a father figure stepping forward. So for me, father could be father, grandfather, uncle, or someone like a dad. Is that correct? 
Yes. Are there three of them on the other side? There are. Okay. So, because all of a sudden I looked, I'm like, oh, wait, where did, where did all those people come from? <laughs> um, I have lots of dead people, Teresa. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my God. I don't know what's going to happen today. But <laughs> the dad keeps stepping forward. So is, is your dad departed? He is. Okay. So know that he steps forward, but he makes me feel like he's been gone for some time. Is that correct? Uh, it's been four years. Okay. So again, frame of reference, you know, um, what I try to explain to people when spirit makes me feel something and especially your dad just made me feel like that he's been gone for some time. There's several ways on how this can be interpreted. Yes. Amount of years. Sometimes spirit makes me feel that way that if you feel that they've missed out on a lot of things in this time period of them being gone and it, or it feels as if it's been forever. It definitely does. And my dad had Alzheimer's. So really and truly he was gone a long time before he actually passed. A long time. Wow. He, he just looked at me and he goes, but I always knew it was her when she came in the room. I always knew it was my daughter. He did. He definitely did. Oh, my he, God. Right before he passed, he uh, had trouble speaking and really knowing much. But he somebody came in the, the back door of the care center and he says, who the hell is that? And I said, I don't know. And I said, do you know who I am? And he says, I know you belong to me. Oh, my God. That You know, Kathy, I think in this moment... You know, listen, spirit surprises me every time, but I'm doing this 20 years and I don't think a soul, especially with Alzheimer's or dementia, where they were like, nope, I knew exactly who they were. It was, it's always, I'm sorry, you know, for calling you my sister or my mom or thinking that you were my aunt or the neighbor. I think I just love what your dad just did and saying, I knew it was always you. How do you connect with teddy bears? Um, so I don't know, or Winnie the Pooh to be more specific. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, Winnie the Pooh is my daughter's favorite and my granddaughter's <gasps> favorite. All right, wait a minute. Wait, stop, hold the phone. I, I wish everyone could see you right now. You are a grandmother? I have two Shut grandbabies. Yep. up. Shut up. <laughs> Well, I'm going to be a grandma soon. I know. I'm excited <laughs> for you. <laughs> but it was so, I love what your dad did. He showed me a teddy bear, but then he said specifically Winnie the Pooh. Definitely a oh, favorite Winnie. in our house. Yes. Wow. So if you feel that your dad is missing out on the grandbabies or anything else in the family or wouldn't remember or know about Winnie the Pooh, what a beautiful validation that he held all of the souls before coming here into the physical world and more importantly, a big part of their lives. How do you connect with the number five? Is someone the age of five? Is it the month of May or the fifth of a month? Uh, it could be the month of May. Do the grandbabies acknowledge things that like if they're looking at you, but then they look past you or beyond you or like would like talk to a corner if you were talking to them? Yes. And my, granddaughter um will be five in october so that could be another um 
but she remembers she remembers her her grandpa her great grandpa so um and in fact when she was just a few weeks old my daughter called me and said we woke up to the bassinet rocking back and forth and she was smiling and looking up and she said so could you tell your dead people to leave us alone please (laughs) (laughs) well know that that was spirit know that that was their souls watching over now who was the mother figure for you as well my mom so know that she stepped so is she gone for some time 32 years wow so know that she was the one rocking the bassinet she says what a beautiful legacy I've left behind She says, whoever would have thought after all these years, she says, Teresa, when I first died, my daughter would say, how am I going to do this without her? How is this going to happen? And she says, and she is the most amazing mom and grandmother that anyone could ever have hoped or wished for. She says, and what I love the most is that even though my family or I should say the grandchildren or even your daughter for that matter, correct? Doesn't really remember or know a lot about her, correct? Right. That they know everything about her. Yes. So know that that is your mom's way of saying to you, thank you for really making that vow to me when you said, don't worry, mom, no one will ever forget you. She says, they, this is your father in the back. Yeah, they talk about her as like she's sitting right next to them, Teresa. <laughs> he goes, and you know, Kathy, the only reason why I left is because your mom said it's time to go. He said, when, and when mom said it was time to go, he goes, Teresa, you knew it was time to go. Well, and it was, so, it was time. I kept actually begging my mother to take him. So know that your prayers were heard and answered when they were supposed to be. She said, oh, I've never had this before. Now, you're going to have to interpret this, Kathy, because I don't know what this is. Your dad made me feel like that he would make reference to mom and to other people that had died before him, correct? Yes. But he made me feel like he needed to go when it, he felt it was right. He waited Do until I was on the other side of the country. Mm-hmm. My plane landed and two hours later I got a phone call. He said, do you know, I know how hard it was for my daughter to tell me day after day, dad, It's okay, go be with mom. He goes, Teresa, she would literally say to me, Dad, I feel mom. I know she's here. I can feel her sitting at the end of the bed. Is that correct? Yes. Yes. Do you know no one has ever had me say that? He (laughs) says, but Teresa, you don't understand. He says, I did not want my daughter to watch me take my last breath. He goes, she knows how hard that was to watch someone take their last breath. He says, and I didn't want to leave her with that. 
he says, but this is your mother. She goes, but she, it messed everything up. And now I feel like she's yelling at him. (laughs) I did. I told him I did a redo to Florida. I went to Florida and I went over my birthday. So I just did that a couple of weeks ago again, uh, four years later. And I told them both to leave me alone and let me have my trip this time. Wow. (laughs) You know, I think the thing that I love, Kathy, is how your mom literally kind of came out of nowhere, acknowledging that she's passed over 30 years and saying how she hasn't missed anything and validating for you that, because I think it's easy for someone to say, I'm so proud of the woman that she's become. She's a great mom, grandmother, friend. She's everything that everyone would want from a daughter and more. And for her to validate it um, with the personality of how she was with your dad and how they were is just something that I just love when spirit does that. Um, your mom talks about her jewelry. So did you change a piece of her jewelry or do you have the jewelry? I do have some pieces. Um, my mother had drawers full of jewelry. So I do have a ring of hers that I want to take the diamond and make into a necklace. This does not mean after this session you go and you go change the the ring. It validates that your mom, A, her soul was with you when you were thinking about it, when you look at the jewelry. But more importantly, if you do choose to ever change this, know that she supports the decision. Doesn't mean that we have to or that we should. Your, Your mom just told me that you just came across things that you hadn't seen in decades. So were you looking through something and I don't care if it's a recipe, if it was a letter, if it was a card, if it was a blanket or just, I feel like it was something that you hadn't seen in decades that was hers. I was just looking at some old pictures that I found. So maybe that's it. And you hadn't seen them in years. It had been quite a while. Yeah. Okay. Validating that her soul was with you at that exact moment. Were they of your mom and when she was young? Yes. Perfect. Validating that her soul was with you at that exact moment. Your, your dad just said to me, he goes, you know, my daughter talks to us all day long. She sees us in the house. So whether if you see shadows or you actually see silhouettes, Know that you're not crazy. More importantly, it's not your imagination or wishful thinking. Know that it is the soul of your departed loved ones. How about that? Now, your mom told me that, did you move after she died? Yes. So she actually died in April and I was getting married in July. So it's so interesting because she said to, she showed me my symbol for where spirit wants to validate that they support us not changing our plans where we, even though it was difficult, we continued our plans. And then she says, but I don't want you to say that. She goes, tell her I know about the move. So I don't know why that was important or why she wanted me to say it that way. Do you understand that? Or could you see why? I can because I was the last one to leave and I didn't want to leave my dad alone. Oh God. So I had a really hard time 
wanting to leave my house and leave my dad. So know that she says with every bit of my soul, that was me helping you make that decision. Cause she's like, Teresa, literally, she just woke up one day and was like, Nope, I'm going to do it. I'm just, I got, I got to go. Know that that was your mom's soul giving you that encouragement. Your mom makes me feel like she's still so vivid in your life. Is that correct? Like are you not sensing or feeling your dad's soul as much as your mom's. Wish you could see straight where I'm looking right now. I've got hummingbirds. And so I always, I always contribute the hummingbirds to my dad, but my, my mom, both my parents, but my mom is in my dreams. I have visitations a lot from my parents and my dreams. And a lot of times my mom is there and she's not saying anything, but she's there. Because I think it's so important. It's about, it's about you feeling See, I don't dream of my loved ones that have died. You probably heard me say this time and time again. And I think one of the main reasons why I don't is because people think that because I'm a medium that I connect with spirit in every single way. And it just isn't so. I don't dream of my loved ones that have died. I don't connect with them in that way. And I, I don't, I think, I don't know if we take that for granted or we expect that, but the validation of this, Kathy, is because your mom makes me feel like even though she's gone over 30 years, you still sense and feel her so strong as if she just died yesterday. Absolutely. Correct? Absolutely. And you, and even though you see your dad, your mom is still front and center and so, so strong. Yes, absolutely. It's because of that bond but I, but it ha, it has nothing to do with anything else. It has to do with your dad. He goes, Teresa, he says, my wife's death was so hard on me. He says it was hard on all of us. He goes, I didn't think in a million years that I ever would have missed her that much or that she was going to go before me. I believe that. He says, yeah. I never, I never thought that in a million years. He says, and when that happened, he says, I didn't know what to do. He says, but thank God for my children. He says, especially Kathy. She always gave me that strength, that, that faith to believe. And he goes, and now that I'm able to give you the signs and be a part of the signs that you would always tell me about mom, even though I would think she was crazy, Teresa. <laughs> he goes, but don't tell her that I'm admitting that it's pretty cool. And now, now I get it. I go, all right, I won't tell her. <laughs> and you're the only one that would know your relationship with him, right? Your conversations with him about being open to spirituality, about life after death and that the signs and the symbols. And now he's like, I get it now. He's like, I get it. See, I told you that. <laughs> <laughs> he's so, can I use the term adorable? Yeah. Because he literally looked at me and he looked at your mom and he goes, am, am I okay? Do I look okay for this? I just want it to be perfect for Kathy. <laughs> He's so like, I, and it, it was almost like he just wanted it to be everything that you need it to be. 
He says, and it's amazing. He goes, Teresa, he goes, Kathy would tell me, for, he goes, for days, and this is your mother. It was weeks. It was weeks <laughs> she was telling you. <laughs> he goes, but I didn't realize that it was going to be that hard to let her go. He says, but now I understand what you meant, Kathy, by telling me that I was going to be okay, that I was going to be at peace, and that I was going to be me again. And then he looked at me and he goes, it was like instant, Teresa. He's like, it was like the second I left the physical body. It was like, he goes like, I felt normal. He goes, but that's the thing. He goes, I was normal. I couldn't just express what I felt. And then he's going, I could get dressed. I could do this. I could do that. And your mother goes, here he goes again, Teresa, thinking he can do everything on his own, but he can't do anything. <laughs> he was very well taken care of. So, yes. Did you make a journal or write about the journey of losing your mom and then going through um, your dad's illness? Or did you think about journaling that? I've thought about it. I haven't done it. And but I it was something it through the whole process, but definitely something I thought about. That's fine. I don't know if it's something that, because your dad, your dad makes me feel like, and, and I feel like your mom stands right beside him with this. And she's like, Kathy did everything that she could. She made sure that he was very well taken care of. But she goes back from time to time and she says, well, maybe this, maybe we should have did this. So she says, I think it's important that you journal or write about your choices, decisions, because she says you have to remember what kind of um, condition he was in at that time. Right. And what was available at that time. So now your mom tells me who lost the sibling. She said, tell her that we have the brother with us. I recently connected with my biological family and I have a biological brother that passed before they found me. So know that the soul is at peace on the other side. What she did tell me was, I want my daughter to know that I know of the brother and of the siblings. Was this her personality of not really wanting to talk about it, but wanting you to know that she knew all about it? Yes, I can see You that. know, I'm not justifying it. Um, not many people know this, but now I'm sharing this on my podcast. Um, <laughs> but that just recently happened in my family. We found out that we have a cousin and um, nobody, she only found out and she was in her 60s that she was adopted. Oh. And she has this whole family and it's just, you know, things, things were very different back then. Absolutely. You know, I'm not saying that, that it was right, but things were very different. Mm -hmm. And this is where I look at life sometimes. And I say, you know, look how far we've come. We have now this, all this DNA testing, right? Ancestry.com. 23 and me and we're able to find out things that we never would have known because let's face it people do and have taken things to the grave right absolutely 
And I am going to tell you, Kathy, because this is why I'm very good at what I do, is because I am always very honest of what I feel and what I hear, and I never filter. It isn't, that's not my job. Your mom did make me feel like, though, it was just very hard to talk about. And, and, then, and then this is her. But if I didn't tell Kathy, she never would have thought that, or thought that she was adopted. No. Nobody believes that I was either. I look just like my, my natural family, my real family. Yeah. And she says, we were so, I was so blessed to have her. And it was such an honor for me to raise her. And I am so thankful that I was able to be her mom. She says, but I want her to know how happy I am that she has a sister, two sisters. She says, Kathy, I'm so sorry because I know how hard this is for you because it's not easy. Did your dad always try to make a joke when things got emotional? Yes. Because <laughs> he literally looked at me. He goes, look what you did now, Teresa. I go, I didn't do anything. He goes, Kathy's crying. You're crying. My wife's crying. He goes, look at what you did. <laughs> but that would be your dad, right? That would be his personality. Yeah. So what I love in their very unique way is them validating on how proud they are of you and that your mom is happy that you were able to be reunited with your biological family and to know that your brother is with them on the other side. That's amazing. Now, who was the biological mom for you that's departed? Biological mom, they, she passed away a year before they found me. So know that she stands with your mom on the other side. This is your dad. How did you know this, Teresa? <laughs> Kathy didn't tell anybody. Nobody knows about this, Teresa. How do you know this? <laughs> <laughs> and this is your mother. She's going, Teresa, do you see? Do you see why we love him so much? Do you see? And he's going, how do you, how do you know? And this, this is your mother. This is what you get for not believing Kathy the, the, all these years. <laughs> Oh my God. Oh my. I don't think you expected that, did you, Kathy? I didn't know what to expect, Teresa. <laughs> but Kathy, you're a super, 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 super follower. You're like, you could be like my sister. I like to know what other dead people are saying, not necessarily what my dead people are saying. <laughs> <laughs> this is your dad. Be careful what you wish for. <laughs> Are you the youngest in the family? I am. In your biological family? Uh, no, in my biological family, I'm the oldest. The oldest? Yeah. But the youngest in your adoptive family? Yeah. Okay. It's so interesting because my cousin who we had found, she would have been the oldest in the family. And your mom just keeps showing me what had happened in, in our family. And um, I think that's how your biological mom is 
you know, getting me to say like, that's what we did back then. Our parents kind of took care of things, right? She says, today's a very different story. It is. She says, but I never forgot her, Teresa. She literally made me feel like I'm holding you the second you were born and I could describe you to a T. So she says, and I want you to know, Kathy, that not one day went by that I did not think of you. Now, I'm going to ask you this. I don't know if you told me this or if your biological mom told me this. She made me feel like you did not search for them. They found you. Is that correct? Yes, they they did. I, I got a message one day uh, that I matched with somebody on Ancestry. They didn't know who I was. Um, and it was my sister. And she said my mom gave up a baby girl yep. in August of 1969 by chance where you adopted. And your mom makes me feel like that to give you that gift of knowing that I never forgot about you, that I told your siblings about you. And that you were loved and you were remembered. And that was my dying wish was to find you. She says, but I am so glad that they found you. Are you going to see them? No, I don't see them often at all. I don't know why. And again, your biological mom is like, Ask her again, why aren't they going to meet? And I'm like, I'm not going to force her to talk about it. So I don't know um, if it's something. And then this is your your mom. She's like, just give it time. Just give it time. It's been been very hard. Um, I don't really have a relationship with that sister. I've spent time with outside of the family a little bit, but it's 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 hard. hard. So know that this is your biological mom's way of saying, I'm glad you found everyone. It's not as easy as someone would think. Right. And your mom is like, just give it time. Like, she's like, just give it time. Just give it time. Like, I feel like, like she just wants to protect you. Like, (laughs) it's okay. Like, you know, and I think that, um, It's hard because they're also still grieving. I think so, yes, absolutely. It's not been that long. So it's like your biological mom is just like, it's not you, like this is, it's just, it's a lot. And they're still grieving. And so know that she says, I'm sorry for whatever feelings and emotions you've been left with. She says, but know that there is just a tremendous amount of love here today. And then she quietly walked around and stood behind your mom. And I watched them like kind of hold hands. And your mom just keeps telling me, you, you know, it's, it takes a special woman to do what my daughter has done. She says, after everything that, li- that life has thrown at her, losing me at a very young age, 
watching over and taking care of her dad. And still carrying herself with such dignity and grace. I watched your mom lean over and kiss you of how proud she is of you and the woman that you've become. And, oh, was there something that you then, because of what you found, your biological family, did you go for a test or were you going to now go for something like health-wise? Yes. Um, I know my biological mom had a lot of health issues and I am not a fan of going to the doctor. So when I need to go to the doctor, I get hit with some pretty hard signs. So um, I think the timing of finding my biological family was right when it was supposed to be. And know that that was your parents. Listen, I say this to people all the time. I don't like going to the doctor either, but I go. Because I'd rather do that and feel a little uncomfortable than to be hit with things that I can't fix. I am so petrified of the dentist, Kathy, that I force myself every three months to go and get a cleaning. But that's me. Um, but, you know, and, and this thing I was telling you, I had to wear my glasses because I had this ulcer on my cornea. Like, I, I caught it, like, immediately. Like, it was... It was like my, I'm like, my eye just don't feel right. I'm going to the eye doctor. And everyone's like, oh, why don't you just give it a couple of days? You know, and I'm like, no, there's something wrong. Mm -hmm. And thank God I went because I didn't realize how serious this could be. Right. I could have lost my vision. I didn't even realize it. So I find it, you know, incredible because there's your dad with his, you know, because we started to get a little emotional again. And he's like, but there's always a silver lining, right, Teresa? This is the silver lining. And then he showed me that you discovered something health wise of why you should go to the doctor or keep up on appointments. So even though how hard and difficult it is and um, everyone is still healing and grieving your dad is like, let's just take this from it. This is a, this, let's take this positive thing. Yes, absolutely. And, but more importantly, knowing how much you were loved and that your mom didn't want to give you up. But I had no choice. Well, I thank God every day that I was given a chance at a better life. And you most certainly did. Yes. Wow. I, I don't even know how you feel because I'm like... Holy cow. <laughs> I'm like, I don't even know what to, like, I legit, like, just had to take, like, a deep breath. And I wish everyone could see you because you are, like, calm as a cucumber. I'm over here like, oh, my God. Oh, my God. This is insane. And Kathy's just sitting there calm as a cucumber, like patting her tears. <laughs> Meanwhile, I'm like, I can't breathe over here. I'm like, you got to be freaking kidding me. <laughs> See, people don't believe me, Kathy, when I say you never know what's going to happen on A Spirit. Right. <laughs> and I'm going to use your dad's words. Be careful what you wish for. <laughs> so I'm going to say to everyone listening, if you call the hotline at 1-866-T-Caputo and you're hoping and wishing for someone to call you back, famous words from Kathy's dad, 
be careful what you wish for because you never know what's going to happen on his spirit. (laughs) (laughs) But what I love, it's so amazing. So amazing. The fact that, I mean, I'm still like blown away by this whole thing. (laughs) What a beautiful gift. Not only of your dad validating that he doesn't want you to remember him sick, not that you do, but really validating for you that, yes, all these things you've been telling me all these years about an afterlife and being able to communicate and sense and feel when someone dies and that you are healed right away. And then your mom, who has been gone for over 30 years to validate this, right? Yeah. And then your biological mom, and then to also validate that your biological brother is with them on the other side. And I mean, absolutely amazing and beautiful. And I want to thank you for allowing me to share my gift with you, but more importantly, for trusting me with the souls of your departed loved ones. Thank you. My name is Kathy Thomas, and I'm from South Jordan, Utah. This reading was just amazing and it was fun. It was really fun for me. I know that's kind of different from what other people say, but because it was also healing and just just fun to hear from my loved ones. So one thing I loved was when she mentioned the teddy bears, and then she said specifically Pooh Bear. So my youngest daughter and my dad always had a special connection. They're birthday buddies. And so it was so nice to be able to, you know, let my daughter know that grandpa's still there. He's still, he's still thinking of you. And then just talking about my biological mom and my mom being together, you know, and some of those things, it was very heartwarming for me. So when the reading was over, I just literally kept smiling all day. I mean, I was just so happy with everything and, you know, knowing that my loved ones are still there. But really, every time I just kept thinking about it, I just kept smiling all day. So I think this experience for me, you know, I was really nervous going in, even though I've been a follower for a long time, just not knowing what was going to happen. And the second that Teresa came on, I just felt a complete calm come over me. And it just made it such a great experience and really just things that she say, you know, and the way she says things and things that she would talk about. I just, there's no way that she would know some of these things. And so it's almost something undescribable until you experience. I think my takeaway from this is just that I do know, I mean, it was very much validated to me that my loved ones are with me always and with my family members they open to those signs that come along during the reading one of my hummingbirds stayed at my window almost the entire time and that's one thing i connect with my dad is hummingbirds and so it was just really cool to be able to sit and watch the hummingbird too a little bit while my dad was coming through you know with this experience this was given to me through sylvia and victoria and really I want to thank them very much. It's such a privilege to be a part of the fan club and I think everybody should be a part of it. There's so much more that is offered to fans by being a member. And we are really just a big family is what we call ourselves. And we're always here to support each other. It's a great place to be. It's especially in today's world, it's a great place and a great thing to be a part of.